Hi, everyone. Welcome and thank you for tuning into The Animal Files, the podcast where we expose the truth, science, and spirituality of pet care and provide you with the wisdom and tools you need to raise happy and healthy companion animals. My name is Victoria, an animal spirituality facilitator and integrative energy practitioner. And my name is Miranda, an animal health technologist and pet care safety expert. Let's dive in, shall we? We've got another amazing guest today for you. And this guest is going to share some very interesting perspectives and different ideas about dog training, ideas that you may not have heard before. And we're very much looking forward to having Jesse share these unique ideas, which may be very helpful for you and your pets. Jesse Sternberg is a mindfulness teacher, a meditation instructor, and a master dog trainer. He is the founder of the Peaceful Alpha Project. He has been working with animals for more than 30 years. He is also the author of Enlightened Dog Training, Become the Peaceful Alpha Your Dog Needs and Respects. And you'll hear more about that as we go on. Yes, and I know you're going to really enjoy this. So listen to this amazing conversation we had with Jesse. I bought oh. it. Hey, that's cool. <laughs> ah, <laughs> yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Show me again. Show me again. That's going to be good. We can, rec- we can use that as a recording. That's cool. <laughs> that's, the, that's the opening. Yep. All right. Well, have you read anything? Not yet. I just came okay. in the mail the other day and I've been just crazy busy. So. Sure. <laughs> Sure, sure. But I did look at the table of contents and I'm like, okay, which ones am I really going to be into? Because I'm a cat person. So anything new about dog behavior is only going to make me better as being a mentor to people with animals. Well, that's sort of a good opener because the book is basically teaching people how to think and act and behave like a cat. If you own a cat and you own a dog, you know, the cat's the boss. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Like, like a million percent, right? They just, everything the cat is in charge, they start it, they stop it, they amuse themselves because they have presence, yeah. right? Yeah. And they're mammals. They're both four-legged mammals. So they speak, hmm, I call it the secret language of dogs in the book, but every mammal, yeah. every mammal is using, an, except humans, is using a non-confrontational posture and angle on purpose all the time except for three basic reasons, my mm-hmm. territory, protection, safety, confrontation, resource over a resource, like a, like a, an asset. Yeah. And uh, just incidentally, incidentally, they're looking at each other on that forbidden angle. And then they have a whole variety of calming signals when that happens. Calming signals are so cool because animals do these gestures like, you know, raise the paw, lift the lick, lick the lips. And little, basically like little facial twitches or anything. And, and you can tell they're doing them because energy's moving, right? You can tell like when they're doing those fidgets. Mm. But what I want people to appreciate is that they're making those fidgets on purpose, even though there's a whole variety of them. Mm. They all mean one of three things and you can decipher it. Okay. And they're, it's like emotional intelligence. It's an emotionally intelligent package of information. Me calm down, me trying to calm down. Yeah. Okay. Another example would be, yo, chill out. Yo, chill out. Same signals, right? So like mm-hmm. if you're a tune, you can tell the difference between, oh man, I just sketched you out. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. 
right? Or, oh, that thing is a little bit spooky, okay? And now you have communication that you're actually responding to. Mm. You just took the relationship to a whole new level. The third way that it's used is as an alert. Something sketchy in this environment. First one was sort of me calm down. Second one was you calm down. Third one is, yo, what is that? Okay, that could be like bus going on. Yeah. Okay. And if you're a bit of a reflector, like reflection, if if you're able to kind of just listen, or notice or observe or be in the moment or call it whatever you want to call it, be in the flow, these communication signs are going to start trickling into your awareness like a flood because you care about your dog or your cat and now they're telling you how they feel and how you're making them feel or what's happening. And the more you care about something, the more you end up loving it and the more love there is sort of that's where all the like the wisdom and the the growth, the self-growth sort of awesome job. Oh yeah. I think our relationships with animals can teach us so much about being present in our own bodies, especially if you're aware and you pay attention and you see where the animal, what the animal's doing in their individual interactions. It just helps you to bring that into your own life and to your own uh, relationships in a way that no other creature on the planet can do yeah they they sort of reflect back at you yourself don't they yeah yeah i think that we should just do a quick introduction so that our audience knows who we're even talking to yeah (laughs) (laughs) well i'm sure they're going to see a lot more things coming through on social media about who jesse is (laughs) yes (laughs) so okay i'm an author i'm a meditation teacher and i am I don't know. You could call people call me a whisperer or a dog trainer or an animal communicator or whatever, but I'm a mindfulness based dog trainer and the ideas that I use are enlightened. Mm-hmm. Least effort, best results, fastest results. They take into time like real time communication, but they also take into consideration, you know, emotional growth of the pet mm-hmm. over the course of its puppyhood into adult life and what kinds of training, patterning actual patterning that I've developed sort of experimentally and how to how to get a dog that just turns heads. And I am announcing right now, this is very cool. This is happening Ooh. in real time, mm. in real time. So I don't, people who know me know that I have like a mouse of a dog named Jimmy. Mm. He's like a, a black mutt, five, <laughs> six pounds, and he's not even trained. Okay. He's five years old. He doesn't know any commands, but I don't walk him anywhere with a leash and he doesn't listen to anybody. He doesn't talk to anybody. If I go somewhere, he follows me. It's a different style of pet ownership. He's calm. He turns heads. I walk him down main strip and he's off leash and he's weaving through traffic. And I say, stop. And he stops. I say, up. He comes up. I mean, he doesn't know, come sit down, stay because I never bothered training him. And where I'm going with this is I'm now I'm going opposite direction. I'm calling in. It's just arriving tomorrow a Argentinian massive white male. I'm going to keep him intact. I'm going to feed him raw. And I'm going to train him to be the emperor's security dog. Where I go, you follow. Mm -hmm. Any kind of mischief happen around us, you're benevolent. You don't interact with it. Anybody tries to pet you, you give them the cold shoulder. I go into Starbucks, you lay down out front without a leash on. And when I start walking past you, you pick up and follow me. I'm Mm -hmm. going to use him and my little Jimmy and the three of us We're going to be able to socialize any dog because we're going to be a team of different style energy and we're going to demonstrate 
basically the whole spectrum canine companionship. I plan on keeping Jimmy basically a free spirit, free spirit lap dog, therapy dog. And I'd like to walk both of these guys off leash up into a retirement home. I'd like to tell my big mastiff eagle, hey, lay down at the door. And I'd like to let Jimmy work the room, go on people's laps, shine just so much love. There's just so much love and peacefulness in the hearts of our dogs. That's why we love them. But the reason why they're bad is because they're having feelings. Mm-hmm. You know whose feelings they're having? Your baggage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, we mm-hmm. talk about how we train our animals to be misbehaved. Yeah, mm-hmm. They're not naturally that way. What if you just went old school, old, old, old school, and you took a breed like that, and you have no baggage yourself, and you can express the maximum divinity potential of the species. He's just going to radiate so much love and help me train dogs. Um, and the content that I'm going to film of me training him is going to be supplement to the book. Mm. Uh, the ideas that I write about and talk about have a vocabulary to them. But if your mind doesn't see what's actually happening, um, it's imaginative. Mm. It's a very interesting twist on animal behavior and animal training that we see in the mainstream. Now, Mm, Brandon and I always talk about because we we are very aware that our human world is what creates the animals that we consider misbehaved, non-adoptable, all of that. So we focus on, I'm assuming from what you are mentioning, you know, most of us have baggage. And even though we love our animals, we're always going to have baggage. And and so we, (laughs) we also, we don't advocate for off leash training, but that's because we're dealing with the majority of the people, you know, we're trying to reach the majority of people and protect the animal because we have baggage. We can influence our animals to do things or run out into a car or whatever because we're not respecting who they are and your take is completely the opposite where you're actually allowing the natural behaviors and mindsets of these animals and taking out the human baggage piece and actually presenting what they do in the wild like what their natural state is well it's it's not wild right it's a man-made thing it's sort of a co it's sort of a co-evolved situation man and dog and sort of what i'm saying is i'm gonna say this with humility okay if jesus christ got a puppy and trained him uh, it wouldn't be wouldn't look like dog training no i wouldn't no and i'm not trying to compare me to him but what i'm trying to say is i'm bringing a spirituality to my ideas my ideas came to me through spiritual the spiritual path Mm -hmm. and the whole idea of just letting your dog off leash is scary Mm -hmm. and nobody does it and then it's scary because like how do you control it and how do you trust it because it's nature Mm -hmm. and what i'm presenting people with is you don't control it my friend Mm -hmm. you lead it yeah i think that's uh... and, and you bend it yeah and you shape it and you prune the garden and you landscape it and mm-hmm. as it's blossoming you're making intelligent growth decisions and all of it is in your control there's a tr- you have to build trust slowly with it and teach it decisions mm-hmm. and technology today is cool i mean whistles clickers collars cameras even the treats today, like there's a little unlimited potential here and it's going to be so fun to mm-hmm. show people 
these ideas. It's really exciting to share it with you guys. I haven't even told my kids. Oh, wow. That's We're very privileged to hear that then. That's amazing. I got it in the line. I'm going to check him tomorrow. And if he's my boy, I'm not taking him home. But if he's not my boy, it's coming soon. Nice. Mm. Nice. Mm -hmm. So I think it's important to have this more enlightened, more spiritual direction when it comes to especially animal training and behavior, because we have to appreciate who they naturally are at an Mm -hmm. instinctual level and work with that because that is the only way we're going to find that common ground. And like, what are they? They're just a silly dog. They're just a a rascal. (laughs) They're just a goofball that's going to push your buttons and love you unconditionally and and be your best buddy. I mean, that's what we're talking about. And I think one of the challenges as human beings is that we seem to have a really strong desire to want to control everything. And we really don't have the control that we really think we do. Or the type of control, I would think, or the type Mm -hmm. of control that we think we do. Because I think ultimately, you know, what you're saying, Jesse, is we do have the control, but it is only if we it's like one of those paradoxes is like you have to let go and free fall before you can find your wings yeah mm-hmm. instead of having that egotistical power control thing that i think humans kind of default to when we think we're better than the animal or like that's sort of underlying and we don't even know that that's what's happening yeah i would say mm-hmm. i would say that that's not an on-purpose thought yeah, yeah i don't uh, think it's on purpose i think it's just what we're conditioned to that's like the whole point of this guy is like, okay, so what? We all know that about ourselves. Yeah, we should mention that the book we keep holding up is called Enlightened Dog Training, Become the Peaceful Alpha Your Dog Needs and Respects. And it is by our guest, of course, Jesse Sternberg. And we'll have that on the show notes, but that's what we are referring to. So I recommend you pick up that book if you want to really understand what we're talking about here. Mm -hmm. Cool, thank you. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, so I'll just talk about the book for a minute then. Mm-hmm. Um, it's 15 chapters. Mm-hmm. First chapter is my story. Like, where did I figure this stuff out? How did mm-hmm. I figure it out? A little bit about that. And then it just gets right into the body language, secret language of dogs. And then the next 13 chapters are case studies. People mm-hmm. and dogs that I've worked with with regular problems. My dog's aggressive on the leash. My dog ties circles around me on the leash. My puppy nips me. Uh, my dog chews my shoes. All of these are case studies mm-hmm. and they're real characters and <laughs> real stories. And each chapter has a lesson demonstrating how, I mean, these chapters are all, all of us. And each chapter has an insight, a eureka moment at the end of the lesson where the client like, oh yeah, okay. After I made this change in me with my dog, which fixed my dog, by the way, mm-hmm. I just want to let you know, Jesse. Such and such and such also happened for me. That's a miracle because you open doors. Yeah. Mm. And Mm. so that's cool too. I mean, it's just one of those feel good, inspirational. The idea is pick it up and whatever page you pick it up, I wanted it to kind of just, okay, you can get into it. It's not heavy. Yeah, my kind of book because <laughs> I'm yeah. not a reader. <laughs> I like to just right? open up a book and go like, oh, that's oh, recharging the emotional battery. Oh, I wonder what that's about. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly, exactly. Hold on, I'm gonna do that. 
<laughs> Understanding aggression. Yeah. Intentions <laughs> behind aggression are I'm scared. I want to control. I'm scared. So I'm going to scare you. Those are the best kind of books, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, especially with people having limited time and a limited attention spans as well. It's great that they don't have to read the book from start to finish, that they can just go to the section that is most pertinent to them at that moment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. People say it just like it turns the brain on and for whatever period of time you're reading it, you know, like sometimes when it's on, you're reading it, but you're not even reading it. Do you oh, know yeah. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're just mm-hmm. thinking it's just like it, it flips something. So I get that a lot too. And that honestly, that tickles my soul because frankly, that's what I'm really here for is consciousness expansion yeah. and doing it through, you know, my passion, which is through dogs mm-hmm. and my skill, which is training dogs. But I wrote the book on purpose to expand consciousness of people. Mm-hmm. Nice. And I'd like to share as well that if our audience wants to see some examples of how you work, they can follow you on Instagram and TikTok and I think Facebook where you show some videos of some of the work that you're doing with these yeah. people and with their pets. And that content's not slowing down. I just made an on-purpose decision to sort of go full throttle social media. Uh, what are they called? Influencer. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I mean, the book's been written for two years and I sort of sat with my toe in the water for two mm-hmm. years because like, I didn't want to do that. But I can't stop thinking about doing that now. It's all I want to do. It's like my next project. So there's a commitment out there for content just to be coming out daily. Mm. I'm probably spamming people with my reels, but I make 60 second, <laughs> 60 second reels and there's no shortage of them. <laughs> we got puppy training, actual stuff. We got client work transformations. We got video footage where I'm slowing down two dogs talking to each other and pointing out what they're saying with facial gestures, just sort of helping you train your eye to look for what to look for. Mm. I think it's a valuable thing. I've watched some of them and I like the fact that you're teaching in real time. So you're teaching during the moment of interaction of two dogs and then you slow it down and show people what's actually happening. That I think is the one thing that we as humans fail to see naturally. Yeah, because we say, oh, is your dog friendly? Because yeah. we don't know and we trust the person. Mm-hmm. It's not even a real question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I'm sure there's probably many people out there that said, oh, yeah, my dog's friendly. And there was a problem because they didn't pay attention to what the dogs were saying. Mm-hmm. Well, And when you're asking, you're not even looking for yourself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's a sleeping factor. But when you know what to look for, there's an alert. Mm. And that presence is, is happening way down the sidewalk. You're looking like an eagle. Well, just in doing that, your dog is finally loving your leadership. Yeah. Because mm. you're actually, you know what I'm saying? Where we're going with the style is each moment your dog is paying attention to your posture and, and knows what you're thinking, feeling in, in a dogish kind of way, not yep. in an English kind of way. Right. And, you know, when you ask the question, is your dog friendly? The feeling that you're feeling is insecurity. Oh, yeah. And when the leader feels insecure, it creates an emotion. And it shows up as either, it just shows up as a behavior that dog trainers are called in for. Yeah. Well, you know, it's the one thing that people don't realize that, first of all, a dog's energy field is so huge. It is 10 times their body size. So basically, if you're walking your dog, you are part of that energy field. So if you are feeling insecure, that energy is in their bubble and that makes them feel insecure. 
instantaneously. It's not something like you cannot separate the two of you when you're walking no, you side can. by side. You can't, but the bioenergetics the other way are beautiful too, because yes. you are calm and peaceful and you're bringing that out of your dog. You're expanding your dog's consciousness, the energy that you have with your dog is healing for your soul. Absolutely. It's healing for your chronic pain. It's healing for your mind, you know, giving you peace of mind. So all those ideas are woven into the training patterning too, so that uh, your dog starts to love that feeling. Mm-hmm. And you find that feeling while you're doing the training. There's meditations at the end of every chapter too, as you mentioned, and mm-hmm. training tips that highlight each chapter. I love the integration of everything because, Sorry. you know, I'm a big believer in animal spirituality and that extends into our spirituality and being aware of all that and being able to move with that energy just in general helps you be a better human, helps your dog be a better dog, helps your cat be a better cat, helps relationship become more organic and more cohesive. Mm. And, you know, it's one of these things that people don't necessarily think about. Personally, I I gave myself my own title, Animal Spirituality Facilitator, because I'm going to help you learn about spirituality. And that's why I'm so excited to have you here, because this really solidifies what I've dropped little hints here and there on the podcast, that it is all about spirituality. It's all about being aware. It's all about being enlightened. And it's all about working organically as a team and respecting everything. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Mm -hmm. That's beautiful. We should wrap up on that one. (laughs) (laughs) I just had one other thing I was going to say because you had mentioned about meditation and enlightenment and things like that. Not enlightenment, but being kind of enlightened sort of behaviors, I guess. Yeah. You know, most human beings are so busy focusing on the next thing, the next thing, the next thing, and have a hard time just even sitting still for two seconds. Right. And us included. Yes. (laughs) So I'm just, I'm wondering if, and I think I already know the answer, but If our listeners were to practice mindfulness more often, how would that improve their relationship with their pet? All right. Here are some examples of what I mean when I'm talking about mindfulness while you're being a pet owner and how that can just improve your relationship with your pet. Okay. So when you're out with your dog and your dog's on the leash, I don't care if you're on your phone. I don't care if you have your earpods in. That doesn't really matter. We're in the digital age. But can you feel the texture of the leash in your hand? Can you feel the tension of the leash in your hand? Can you hear the jingling of your dog's collar and know if it's walking at the same speed, faster or slower? Mm. Can you hear your dog's nails on the ground? Do you see dogs when they're far down the sidewalk? Okay. This is just basically showing up for the relationship at a much deeper level. Mm. Showing up for the moment at a much deeper level. And that's just anytime you're doing that, there's richness. There's connection, uh, spontaneity. Life is better. Mm-hmm. There's no need to boil it like to, to get any fancier because that. mm-hmm. that's practical. I like the simplicity of it. Yeah. All practical. Yeah. You know, if you're going to go out for a walk and you're listening to your podcast or you're having your talk, that's fine. If you're going out for a, a walk and you're chatty McChattington, <laughs> well, you're not even in the world. You're in the digital realm. And you're a multi-dimensional being. So you better be able to be there and here. Because if you're not here, your dog sucks. 
And your dog sucks because you're making them frustrated, anxious, nervous, excited, or scared. Mm. And those dogs feeling, that's why you're on the phone and that's the energy you're creating when you're chit-chatting the drama. Anyway, so like, I'm not going to tell you that too many times. We should be that all of the time, not just with our animals. Right. Just that in should general. be the blessing, right? That's the blessing for all humans, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We should be like that. It should be like that. And in my heart, I believe those times are coming. And I, in my heart, I believe I have the honor and privilege to be a way showper on that, mm. you know, with humility. Mm-hmm. Yes. I love it. I absolutely love it. Thank you so much. <laughs> and just for your community to know, I can make your dog awesome over the internet, over the phone. And mm-hmm. on my website, you get 15 minutes of my time that you can book as a free consultation. I encourage people to do that. And people do do that. So there you have it. Nice. That's well, we're so grateful That's awesome. that you're able to join us. And to all of you guys out there in podcast land, you'll be seeing more of Jesse. Yeah, we got we got some things up our sleeves, don't we? Yeah. Yes, we do. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> yep. So we want to thank you for joining us and uh, we'll have all of your information on the show notes. And of course, you'll be seeing him throughout our social media. So thank you. there'll always be a way to get in touch with you. Yes. Thank you so much for coming on a- and sharing your wisdom and to be able to share it with our audience. So thank you. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. This was really good energy and good vibe. My cheeks are hurting. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you have a wonderful night and we'll be seeing you soon. Perfect. You too. Thank you. Bye. Take care. Bye. Bye. That was a great conversation. I hope you enjoyed that. We had a really great time chatting with him and we are looking forward to chatting with him again and again, because I think he's got a lot of value that you guys will really benefit from. So if you have any questions at all, you can always email us at the Animal Files Podcast at gmail.com. And you're going to want to keep our website on hand, the Animal Files Podcast.com, just so you can keep an eye on what is coming up in the future. You will not regret it. And while you are on the website, just make sure you check out all of our social links and give us a quick follow because we're going to be sharing stuff over there as well. And you can also support us. That's always good. (laughs) So if you like what we're doing, support us. Patreon, merchandise, donations. It's all there on the website. So with that, have a wonderful rest of your week and we will see you next time on the Animal Files podcast. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed the show, please be sure to rate, review, and recommend the show on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. If you want some more great info, be sure to check out www.theanimalfilespodcast.com.